What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll bring down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. That's what we do. And uh, it's been a little bit of a break. Yeah. A little Memorial Day siesta. Yeah. That means nap. That's not what we did. Well, I don't know. Can't speak for you, (laughs) but uh, took a week off. Yeah. So now we have so much to catch up on. Right. I think. Do we? Always. Always. So much exciting stuff is happening. Uh, Last week, also, what did we do? We went to Nebraska. Nebraska? Nebraska to tour a concrete plant. Corn and cows? Yeah, mostly. And also concrete. (laughs) So that was actually pretty cool. It's always fun to uh, see behind the scenes of like a product that you use all the time. Uh, That was the first time I've ever done like a factory tour. Have you? I know you've done... I think something, right? Mm, no, I think that's kind of the first time I've been really? somewhere that like, is that? Yeah, I guess so. I thought you went to like a, like a decorator's plant or something. No. Really? Never where they're like actually making stuff. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. I never actually thought about that. Yeah. That was the first time I went to uh, see how a product is made, especially something like that. It's uh, it was for NCP. Yep. Uh, the adorn stone that mm-hmm. we use, the mortarless stone veneer. So uh, I knew it was made out of concrete. Yes. I knew that they embedded some aluminum flange in it, but it was cool to see like the whole operation and see how it actually gets made and then packaged and then shipped out to us. So uh, it was fun. It was really fun. It was definitely fun. But yes, mostly cows and corn. And we even got to see a baby cow. So that was pretty exciting. We did. I mean, we saw a lot of baby cows. We got to touch one. Yes. Pet. Pet it. She's Pet very it. sweet. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. So what else? What else is new? Not much. Nice to have a three-day weekend. Yep. And uh, we should also let it be known, today is Thursday. I'm going away tomorrow for a very exciting trip to see one of Frank Lloyd Wright's homes Yeah. that he did, Falling Water. Yes. And there's another one nearby, Kentuck Knob. Okay. Not familiar with that one at all, so that one might be a little bit of a surprise. I feel like I've been there, but I can't remember. It's it's really close to Falling Water. I think it's like five miles away. Mm. So I feel like Two it's a one very situation. good possibility because you went to Falling Water. I did. Yes. Uh, what was what, what was the circumstances around that trip? Um, Who'd you go with? My parents. Okay. I was younger. Uh, okay. And they just wanted to see it. My dad loves like architectural stuff. So he really wanted to go. Yeah. And uh, we went at the time I was a kid. I was like, Frank Lloyd Wright. What what is this? I don't care about this. But then we got there. I was like, wow, this actually is pretty amazing. I'm very excited about it. Uh, He's just got such an iconic style. Yeah. And really pushed the boundaries. Yeah. And I think I'm going to draw a lot of inspiration from the intersection of modern architecture and the natural world. Yeah. Because that's kind of what we do. A bit, yeah. Because we're outside. You know, we're trying to integrate into the landscape. He was doing it with the living space itself. So, yeah. I'm very excited about that. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on it next week. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. On this it. podcast. Yeah. Everybody, meet back here next week. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Uh, let's talk about yeah. what we're going to talk about this week. Because okay. this is one that... You have had queued up for a while, and I think it's going to be pretty cool. Nice little change of pace. Yes. So I feel like usually when we're talking about entrepreneurship, which is one of the pillars of this podcast, um, we're usually talking about how hard it is. And wow, very hard. Very, um, people feel alone. People feel isolated. They feel like it's very hard and taxing. It's also a beautiful, wonderful thing. So I don't want to just portray it as this this taxing thing that's not worth it. For a lot of people, it is very worth it. So what we did was we reached out to some of our favorite uh, business owners from the internets yeah. around the country, and we asked them what their favorite thing was about being a business owner. And I specifically asked for things that were like kind of out of the norm. So not, you know, what's cool about owning a business? I get to make a bunch of money or whatever. Like, yeah, that's probably cool too, but- we were asking more so like, what are the like things people might not think of? So 
We got yeah. a lot of good answers, and I'm really excited to share them. I am also very excited because I purposely didn't read all the responses because mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to naturally react to them, and yeah. uh, so I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah. And I think there are a lot of just things you don't really think about as a benefit until you are a business owner and yeah. you're like, oh, you know what? This is actually pretty cool. Most people do it for the flexibility of their schedule and to make more money. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times they quickly realize that uh, in the beginning they're making less money and yeah. they actually have less free time. So uh, eventually, hopefully that is changing within your business, but uh, a ton of other really cool benefits. And we do spend a lot of time talking about all the very difficult things, the things that we need to improve upon. And uh thought it'd be a nice change to just talk about what are the really cool things. Yeah. Even when it's hard. Yeah. So we'll end with you. You're you're gonna be the closer and you can put put your Whoa. two cents in about what you think. But high pressure. Yeah. Should we get into it? I think we definitely should. Well, I guess we should actually probably get into what we're drinking. Red Bull. Remember we're still doing that? I guess we're still doing that. <laughs> um we're drinking Red Bull. We're drinking Red Bull. I haven't cracked mine yet, so I'm going to do that. And cheers. Cheers. Happy week. Thursday. Happy week. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this a little bit early. Um, okay, so first we're going to start Who do with, we have? Who do we have? We're, we're going to start with Scott from Woodenworks. Woodenworks, Scott. So he's a My great man. follow. If you yeah. want to follow him, his handle is... Just wooden works, right? Yeah, wooden wood and works. Wood letter N works. Yes. Um, okay, so what he said. Hard for me to name just one favorite thing, so I'll give a few in no particular order. One of my favorite, more traditional things about being a business owner is being able to dictate my own work life balance. Maybe that's my favorite, let's be honest. When I had oh God. When I had jobs growing up, I always struggled with someone telling me when to be there and when to leave. Why stay till five if I have everything done at three? Another thing I love is no longer needing an excuse to buy tools. That's definitely a close second. I think the most unexpected thing, though, that has evolved greatly over time is the ability to incorporate my own design elements into builds. Seems like a no-brainer, but when you first started, but when we first started, we were just doing more cookie-cutter stuff and just taking orders. Now we guide the ship a little bit more, and people ask us what we think is best. We get to choose what products we use. We like the control, kind of like Sean. (laughs) Ha ha. That's the top three. Something to think about. Something to think about. That's a great answer. Yeah. I love that. Three things there. Uh, the work-life balance. Let's let's start from the top. The work-life balance of owning your own business. Uh, I just said that initially, sometimes you might be working a lot more, but you can do that sometimes mm-hmm. at home. You know, you mm-hmm. can do the back-end business stuff at home, uh, in your free time, like you can decide, you know what, I'm going to handle all these invoices when everybody else goes to sleep. Uh, so I can schedule my day around spending time with my kids or my wife or husband or whatever. Uh, that is a really good, a really nice thing about it because even when you are working a lot more than a typical nine to five, you still feel like you have ownership over the hours that you're working and the tasks that you deem necessary in that moment. Yeah. So I think there is a little bit of freedom there. Yeah. And when you're working for someone, you're always working on their schedule. So if you're, you know, like you're going away tomorrow, you get to just decide that. And, you know, before you left, you told the guys whatever, what needed to get done. And then you can go, you can take that time. If you want to, you've made it. So you're free. Your schedule is free as yes. opposed to just, you know, what if we had something, you know, a dorm was going up and then an employee's like, well, I got something else to do. Is that okay if I leave? And you're like, well, no, that has to go up tomorrow and you have to be there. Yeah. So definitely that's a good one. I think that is a good one. Uh, and also kind of piggybacking off of that, you can also decide, you know what? I'm actually going to come in tomorrow because... Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited about this design element (laughs) that I did. Uh, So before I go away and I found out my mom can't start watching Max till like 10 a.m. anyway. So 
got a couple hours, we did mm-hmm. this awesome custom fire pit form out of concrete. And uh, I put a lot of thought and effort into the design. Yep. So I'm super excited to deform it. Yeah. And see this thing. I was like so close to just ripping the forms off today, which yep. definitely was a bad <laughs> idea. It like wasn't dry, but I was like trying to convince myself that it would be okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, you spent a good, good, uh, a while, like, like every 10 minutes or so going over and poking at it and yeah. And <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, the design, like that is something that is so, so much, a so much of a passion of mine that yeah. I get to decide what type of fire pit we're going to do, what, how we're going to build it, what type of material we're going to use. Obviously it's a little bit uh, on the client as well, but mm-hmm. we've put ourselves in a position where we do have that freedom. And I literally, I got to Lowe's at like six thirty this morning cause I knew I had to figure out a couple things and, like see which parts fit and we had to make sure that we had uh the right size cutouts in the form so i was like running around lows figuring out different things and i was like so happy piecing all of these little parts together how this was going to work so uh yeah uh that that is awesome definitely it's very cool the other one getting to getting to buy whatever tools you want i think that a lot of people in the trades obviously are big tool nuts. They love tools. So it's mm-hmm. almost like you get to write off a business expense for a toy that you were probably going to want to buy anyway. Yeah. So that is a really nice thing. And when you build a business around the things that you like, a lot of the things that would otherwise be toys, which would be post-tax money, are pre-tax money because they're business write-offs. Yeah. So like I get to buy cameras and computers and tools and machines and trucks, whatever. And that is all pre-tax revenue. Yeah. Which is great. It's cool. It's cool. You just bought a brand new custom truck. It's custom. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. And it's a business business expense. So because I'm not a business man. I'm a business man. No, wait. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Let me handle my business, Dan. <laughs> Jay-Z. Love that one. It's a good one. Thank you. Okay. What do um, we got? Uh, what, do we, what else we got? Next up. Do you think we wrapped about that enough? Did you have more to say? Mm, nah, I don't think so. Okay. I think that was enough, but... That was it. Thank you, Scott. Yes, thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. You know what? I do. <clears throat> okay, go ahead. Double shout out to Scott because last year he posted his Spotify wrapped. What was the top podcast he listened to? Uh, the Happy yeah. Hour. Amazing. That is amazing. He's good guys. Check him out. Great guy. Isn't it kind of weird though that like, you know, we're recording this. Yeah. And then you think other people are like, they're actually, people are actually listening <laughs> to us people are listening talk. to this. Yeah. Interesting. That's <laughs> definitely interesting. Because sometimes we Pretty get a cool. little squirrely. So it's like, you know, I wonder what all the listeners, their mental <laughs> perception of us is yeah. after all these episodes. Yeah. Scary. People are still listening. So I guess <sighs> they like the squirreliness. I guess so. So shout out to Scott. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. You're the man. Okay. Next up, bouncing to another Scott, Scott Kelly of Precision Construction. Our friend, we recently had him on. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of recently. I have no perception time is- of time anymore. <laughs> time is really time a real. social construct. <laughs> it doesn't really mean it. Okay, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He said, this question is well-timed, actually. Yesterday, Axton, who is his son, tested positive for strep, and I was able to get out a little early to take care of him. Especially as a single dad, being able to have some flexibility allows me to be there for when my kid... <clears throat> No, I can't read. Yeah, reading uh, no good for you today. Especially as a single dad, being able to have some flexibility allows me to be there for my kid in a way my dad never was. I go to his dental appointments and have missed maybe two doctor's visits. The other thing, like you, arguably the best thing is that I don't have to clear any creative decisions with anybody. Yeah. Um, I think that that's such an underrated thing, like being able to spend time with your kids, because I remember 
um, my mom like worked on and off when I was a kid. Like she was a teacher. So she was around for the summers and all that kind of stuff. But my dad was usually the one, like he owned his own business. I would just go to his shop when I was sick. He yeah. would build me these like little, he used foam for a lot of stuff. So he'd build me these little like foam beds when I was sick. And then I'd just be like in his little office area in one of these foam beds. Aww. And it was like such a nice childhood because I never felt like my dad wasn't there. You know, like some people have dads who are just, you know, you're grinding yourself into the ground. You're never around. You're working yep. late. You miss all your kids recitals or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it is really nice to be able to have that like present parent. Yeah. Something I just saw the other day or maybe Sarah showed me or something. It was like nobody is mm. 20 years from now. Nobody's going to remember all the late nights you worked except for your child or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw that. <laughs> oh God, that's so dark. Yeah, but, uh, but it's true. It's definitely true. And being able to have your own business, even if you are working a lot of hours, I remember that growing up, like being at my dad's shop and my dad and mom both worked there. So uh, if I was sick, I'd be at the office and mm -hmm. like I was there all the time. And it was just like a part of my childhood where if I was sick or, or in the summer, like, I don't know what my parents would have done. I don't yeah. think they could have afforded to like have a, you know, pay for daycare every single day. So that was something that I never really, I never really thought too much about. Like it just, it was such a normal part of my life. So yeah, uh, it'll be fun to see how it is with Max when he gets a little bit older. Like I can just bring him to work. Yeah. Throw him up on the roof. Yeah. So, yeah. What uh, else did he have on there? Excuse me. He said, he said, just like Scott, he likes, excuse me. Um, he doesn't have to clear any creative decisions with anybody. Doesn't have to clear any decisions with anybody. I think a lot of people are, in the same boat there. A lot of, a lot of people that own businesses, they don't like people telling them what to do. Can't be tamed. They can't be tamed. <laughs> They're like an unbroken stallion. Yeah. Cannot be broken down. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think a lot of people, um, just like that freedom, you know, even when you're working for a client, you still, to a certain extent are, you know, in control of your own domain. Yes. But uh, hopefully I am creating a workplace where you also feel like, uh, <laughs> you know, you can have creative control over tests that you want to do. Yeah, maybe. So something to think <laughs> about. Was that a uh, softball pitch to uh, talk about our fight? Or what? <laughs> we weren't going to talk about that, Catherine, but it's okay. all anybody wants to hear about. <laughs> We got in a little bit of a, a little bit of a, a, a tiff. A bit of a tiff. Bit today. of a tiff. Uh, <laughs> I was not being the best leader, and I was joking around too much, and uh, I got in the way of Catherine's <laughs> special project of making a water feature. But that is now water under the water feature, and we have moved yes, past that. Moved and past I have learned to be a better leader from now on. Do you accept? my sure we'll call it an apology i'm sorry <laughs> i am sorry do you accept i don't know the way that you just worded that sounded pretty <laughs> pretty condescending or backhanded we're back in the tiff i guess no. we're back in the tiff no 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 uh how do we no, get on it's this fine. uh creative control over things creative control over things um but for the most part i think uh I think that is a trend that's happening more and more in the workplace is trying to give employees a little bit more freedom, you know? Um, yeah. I think with a lot of a lot of stuff, do you feel like you do have creative control over, I don't know, what, what important priority tasks we have and how to accomplish things? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's good. Yep. Um, okay. Great. So next up. Yeah. We have Woodbully, and he actually called you about this. He did. So we don't have the we don't have the text to read. Yeah. But do you want to just recap what his answer was? Do you remember it? 
I do. Uh, and shout out to Gord. He did call me. Mm-hmm. He did call me. And uh, I just remembered. I ab- abruptly got off the phone with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I need to go into this story. Yeah. <laughs> he called me yesterday. Uh, I'm chatting. We're me and him. We get into this circle of uh, yeah. manic. We're like the same person. It's very fun <laughs> talking to Gord on the phone. So uh, I look over. I'm in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of, you know, um, putzing around doing some some of this, some of that. Yep. And I see some guy looks like a neighbor. <laughs> yeah. Talking to Ant, like getting kind of close to him <laughs> and like a bit aggressively, like a little bit. Uh, it took me a second to realize what was happening. And then all I heard was, yeah, like that screw you got in your mouth right now. So Ant was in the middle of doing something. He had a screw hanging right. out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy, a neighbor, thought that he ran over a screw out front of the house and it popped his tire. And he was like really getting into Ant's face about it. Yeah. And I was like, whoa. Gord, I got to go. <laughs> I think Ant is about to hit somebody. <laughs> so uh, ran over there. Guy yeah. claims that he ran over a screw in the middle of the street and uh, it was too close to the sidewall. So we had to get a new tire. And he's like, it's he 350 was- bucks. Are you going to pay for it? And I said, okay, how about this? Why don't you bring the screw in? Because he said it was the same screw Anthony had. Right. But... We only used those type of screws for one very specific task, and we had just started that to that day. Yes. So it couldn't have possibly been that screw. Yeah. They had been locked away in the trailer in their own little compartment. Yeah. Not to be seen or presented to the yes. world. So and, and we like we have a dumpster in the street right now. Um, yes. But we've only had it for a couple days. Couple days. Yeah. We haven't had a dumpster for a long time at this job and everything we're doing is the back. So it's very unlikely that we would get screws in the street. Yeah. Especially in the middle of the street. Yeah. And none of us, none of us have ever had a flat tire from yeah. screws in the <laughs> street. Like, so anyway, uh, I said, how about this? You bring the screw in. We see yeah. if it's a screw that we use because we only use a couple different types of screws. Yeah. And if it is, I will happily reimburse you. And he said, well, it's, uh, it's at the tire shop. So, well, you tell them to save it. Yeah. Tell them not to throw it away and you bring it here. We'll look at it. I'll show you the type of screws we got. And if it matches, I will happily reimburse you that 350 my friend. Yeah. And uh, that sent him on his way pretty quickly. Yep. But. Uh, and then what happened? Well, what happened after that? Nothing. Yeah, then he nothing. <laughs> that was yesterday and he has not come back because uh, I think he was like so adamant that it was the screw same exact screw that Ant had. And then once I kind of told him that, he was like, well, I don't know what kind of screw it was, but it was a screw. (laughs) So, uh, and then Ant said, yeah, he was out in the street for like 10 minutes outside of the dumpster, just like walking back and forth. So he was looking for more screws. Yeah. And then I think he was aggravated that he didn't see any other screws (laughs) because there wasn't any. So anyway, sorry, Gord, I forgot to call you back, but uh, that situation is handled. Uh, I will update everyone if there's more developments (laughs) on that front. So, Gord said, uh, first thing he said, I like that I can just pick up the phone and call somebody if I want. I don't have somebody like looking over my shoulder like, hmm. oh, what are you on the phone for? What are you doing? You know, you yeah. can just have that 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 little bit of freedom, you know? Um, nobody's going to tell you that you, you can't call a friend or call a family member yeah. if you feel it's necessary. Um I feel like a lot of a lot of workplaces are probably pretty lenient on that. Maybe not in the trades though. Yeah. I feel like I a lot of job trades, sites, it's like, you know, the new guy's on his phone all the time. He don't last too long. Yeah. Or lady, whatever. But uh I think for the most part I'm pretty lax with that. Yeah. I would say no one really like abuses it. Yeah. So. It's like, you know, if you're on the phone for something, it's probably I don't know, it's probably important to an extent and you know. Yeah, so that is uh, a little thing that is pretty nice. Yeah. You have that little bit of freedom to just like pick up the phone or, you know, you feel like taking a 20 minute break because you're just tired or your, you know, mind's in a pretzel. You can just chill out, scroll on your phone if you want. You can make a phone call, whatever you want. Uh, the other thing that, that he said was that 
you are ultimately in control of your destiny, which couldn't agree with them more on that. Yeah. You know, ultimately, everything that happens within your business, good or bad, it's your fault. 100%. Yeah. So, uh, I think that helps people when they are putting in a lot of work. They're putting in a lot of extra hours. They're putting in a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, metaphorical or real. No need to cry about it, but, <laughs> you know, um, that you're working towards something that you are building. Nobody can really take that away from you. Sometimes when you're working for a company, it's like you don't see the payoff for what you're putting into it. You know, you feel like you're just spending countless hours toiling away and there's no, there's no opportunity for advancement. There's no signs of growth. It's just, and sometimes no signs of appreciation. So I think when you're the business owner, it all comes back to you, good or bad. Yeah. If things are going great, good job. You done good. If they're going bad, it's your fault. You're an idiot. Get it together. (laughs) That's the kind of self-talk that you need to have. Yeah. So, yeah. And I wholeheartedly believe that. Extreme ownership. Whenever anything happens within the business, it's ultimately my fault. Like the screw situation? Yeah. I mean, but that (laughs) didn't really, that happened in the street on public property. It didn't happen on my job site. It's true. So we'll see if he comes back around. As soon as I said that, he was like, oh, okay, well, it seems, seems logical. All right. <laughs> you know, he was, he was kind of mad that like we couldn't really get to it right at that moment. I think he was hoping for a fight. I don't even think he wanted the money. I think he was just like he was looking just mad, to be angry. Yeah. I think he was probably something going on at home with him. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, he was by himself. Yeah. You know. Poor guy. Poor guy. Maybe we'll see if he's okay tomorrow. We'll stop by. <laughs> Throw a couple screws in his driveway. I mean, <laughs> just check in on him. See how he's doing. <laughs> anyway, hopefully he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> anyway. All right. Was, we got? That, was that all that Woodbilly said? Those were the main things. Uh, it was about an hour long phone call. But uh, if you want more on that, go check out the episode that we did together. Remember that? The vibe. Yeah. Yeah. The vibe. The vibe. vibe. But uh, I love Gord's. Gord's a very creative thinker. He's a very outside the box thinker. He doesn't have to follow convention, which I think that's where we really vibe. You know, we're we're really, you know, always just just thinking outside the box. So uh, I think that's one thing he said that I was like, I had that idea, too. With his video content, Mm -hmm. he wanted to do like fake commercials inside of like a YouTube video. Yeah. Like almost like skits. I was like, I thought of that. That would be so funny. Yeah. If we had these like fake companies that we did like ads for, it'd be like an outlet for a sketch comedy career. You know what I mean? <laughs> Perfect. Love that. So anyway. Okay. Shout out to Gord Wood Bully. Check him out. Another great follow. Another great um, follow. Okay. Next up. Craig Scheller of Scheller Outdoor Living. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. Craig said, honestly, one of my favorite things and hardest is having employees. I love investing in them and knowing that we are able to be a part of us of supporting their families. I used to love handing out paychecks, but now we do direct deposit. Either way, it's one of the most rewarding things about being a business owner. I agree. That's very sweet. And I think that... Um, I think he means it. I think he does as well. I think he He's means it. He's a nice it. man. He is a very nice man. So shout out mm. Craig Scheller. Scheller Outdoor Living. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that is one of the most rewarding slash hardest things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always taken that as a very serious responsibility when you are the person that is providing a living for another person. Yeah. Obviously, you know, if something goes wrong, like they could find another job, like they're not going to go out on the street, but I've always taken it very seriously that like employees always come first. I've never, ever missed a payday. 
uh, even from the very beginning. And I've worked for people before, like, especially in the trades, it's like, oh, like check didn't come in from the client yet. Uh, can I pay you next week? Like that type of thing is like, if you don't have the money as a business owner, that's your problem. Like you should get paid last. Like the employee agreed to work for you for a set amount, like, and get paid at a certain date. Right. Every Friday, every other Friday, whatever it is. But I've always taken that very seriously. And especially in the beginning, there was weeks where I didn't get any money because I didn't have any. Like the jobs were smaller. There wasn't really any money in it. I miscalculated the amount of time we'd be there, whatever it was. Uh, I've always taken that very seriously that the employees agreed to work for me and I agreed to pay them set schedule, set amount. And I've never uh, wavered on that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think uh, I agree. I think it's it's rewarding, but it is difficult because. Uh, seems like a lot of pressure. It is. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> thanks for putting that on seems me. Seems great, yeah. but it seems like a lot of pressure. <laughs> it is. Uh, and it's it's weird when I, I step back and I'm like, oh, my God, there's, there's five there's five other people here besides me that this business is like paying their way yeah. in life. I don't know. It's part like of their livelihood. Part of their livelihood. And uh, it's it's exciting and cool and a sign of growth and something that I never really anticipated or, or put much thought into what that would feel like to be supporting five other people. But... Um, it can be a really cool feeling and, and sense of validation that we're building something real, but it can also feel like a lot of pressure. Like, oh my God, every week payroll comes out and the more people that are here, the more comes out. And uh, we need to make sure that we also have money coming in. Yeah. So I think he said it perfectly. One of the most rewarding slash most difficult things. But yeah. um I think it's really cool. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Anything else on that? I don't know. You got anything else from have, the employee perspective? Yeah, I, don't, I don't have any employees. Um, no, I don't, I don't really have anything on that because like if you had to I say like, I don't know about the, I don't pressure. know somebody that was maybe like your best boss that you've ever had or something. <laughs> <laughs> Having great boss is, bosses is great. I need to get one of those, uh, world's best boss mugs yeah from the office yeah it's like bought it myself spencer gifts <laughs> <laughs> that would be perfect anyway I think everybody would really like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely all right well uh shout out to craig scheller um little fact about him he's also a country singer oh yeah like can really belt it out yeah he's really good yeah and he's like he showed us videos he didn't even bring it up somebody no, that we were with was, was like so casual about he was so it. casual about it and like the video I saw, he was like playing in front of like a good crowd. Yeah. Like sizable amount of people. I was like, dang, dude. I know. And I, he doesn't post any of that kind of stuff on his. Like, I think once I saw him post like, oh, yeah, we'll be playing yeah. to a story or something. Yeah. But he's very nonchalant about it. He doesn't post it. Maybe he's got like another page for it or something. Do you know? I think he does. Yeah. Does he? Okay. I think he does. Um, we'll have, have to check, check that on out. that. We'll have to check on that, but we'll put it in the show notes if we can find it. Yeah, but he can really tell on your secrets. Craig. He's got some pipes. <laughs> My man's got some pipes yeah, for real. He's very good. Very good. Very good. What would you call it? Country, country. Yeah. Western folk. I don't know what the difference between country and country Western is. Is there? I think your country Western, if you're West of the Mississippi, I feel like the Mississippi river is very close to Kansas city. I'm not sure what side <laughs> he falls on. Is that, Huh. Maybe he's country eastern. But then, I mean, that's like that's like a big portion of the country. I just no, I just made up that. Um, yeah. I I have no idea what the difference is. Okay, I have no clue. And then you got your like Americana and bluegrass. Yeah. Mm. There's all sorts of sub yeah. sub sub genres. There is. Wow. All right, Craig, so can, let us know. Let us know what genre you are in, and we will put it in the editorial notes. Yes. Do we have those? Do we do those? Yeah, we do. 
Usually we don't say like we're gonna put it in the show notes, so there's not too much. People too much say to them, that though. People <laughs> say people that. Say yeah, it, yeah, we're gonna put that. That'll be in the show notes. <laughs> I've never looked at show notes, but I feel like a lot of podcasts are like, yeah, that'll they be do, in the show yeah. notes. Yeah. Is anyone checking up on this? Is everyone I lying? Know. Out I don't there? know. I don't are know. Are all these podcasters lying? I was planning on actually doing it, but maybe I'll just. Nobody's gonna check it, so <laughs> don't, don't even worry about it. Okay. Um. But anyway. Put it in the uh, show notes. <laughs> Yeah, so we will have a full transcript of this in the show notes, and no, there won't be anything. There might be some stuff. I don't know. I, yeah. But I've never checked show notes, so I'm going to have to start. Yeah. Keep these people honest, these other podcasters, so. I, I feel like that happens a lot on YouTube videos, too, and I do check on YouTube videos where it's like, oh, I used this Link in tool description. or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then you check, and it's not in there, and you're like, what the heck? But that you're like, you're already like looking. It's like podcast, you're usually in your car or something. Yeah, that's true. More that's difficult. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. True. Get honest, everybody. Yeah. And if anything, like you're putting that link in there, it's an affiliate link. True. Get you that know, cheddar. You are missing out on that cheddar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hey, something to think about. Right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, The next one is Chris Breen. Okay. He sent in a video. I'm going to. He's a big video guy. He is. He's a big video guy. I like that. I like a video. It's a, it's a personal touch, and it goes along with the whole show your face thing. Love that personal connection. That's true. That's um, true. So Chris Who Breen, said that? I'm not sure, but they're probably <laughs> very smart. Probably. <laughs> Chris Breen is the owner of Legacy Decks, and then he started Legacy Academy. Um, he's a business guy. He's 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 got good business advice. So are we gonna oh we're gonna play this. I'm going to play the video into the microphone so then people can oh, hear it. Oh, so smart. And then if this doesn't work, then while I'm editing, I'll just... Do it later. I'll just edit it in post. The, and the audience isn't going to know if it worked <laughs> or it didn't work. They're just going to hear clear audio of what Chris <laughs> is saying. Perfect. Okay. So let's try this. All right. The most unexpected, wonderful, out-of-the-norm thing for me is that uh, I've got a team, an amazing team that runs the business essentially without me. And so I'm able to go on vacation basically whenever I want. Uh, I spend a lot of time out of town these days. And uh, next week, actually this Friday, I'm heading to Myrtle Beach for the week, heading to the beach for the week. And then I come back for a day and I turn right back around and I head to Disney World for a week. Uh, my wife actually bought season passes at Disney World. So uh, we'll be doing some Disney in this year. But anyways, didn't expect that when I got into business. Uh, I always felt like uh, I had to do everything, wear all the hats, do all the things. And, uh, you know, couldn't take the time that I wanted uh, that's a that's a great benefit yeah if you can, if, if you can get there if, if you, you can, can get, get to that point and chris is so big on like personal self-development and he really that was one of his factor like his which we had him on the podcast probably a year ago now and he over was talking, a year ago yeah that yeah, was, probably was over it was a year, like ago. A year, year and a half ago? where does the time go i don't know My time God. isn't real um, but Time's he's, just social he's really big on like building up his employees and training people. So that I feel like is such a, like just that story is such a promotion for training your employees. So then you can just do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. Make yourself, like, what did he say when? Make yourself obsolete. Yeah. In like, business. yeah. Like train your employees. So then you're not even needed at your own business. That's such Systemize a. Systemize your way out of a job. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a perfect example of that. So I think that that's a really good. It's a good hot take from Chris I, Green. I think that nobody would disagree that uh, a perk of business is being able to go on vacation whenever you want and go to Disney World. Yeah. Uh, if you can get to that point, which yeah. uh, is awesome. And it makes me think, hmm. I, you know, I love, I love being on site. I love uh, being... Yeah, you're literally going on vacation tomorrow and then you're still coming in in the morning because you're so excited. I know, because I'm going to pull those forms off and see the concrete. Um, there's so many things I love about being on site so much yeah. that I can't imagine being away from it as much as he is. Mm -hmm. But maybe that's just me saying that because I haven't figured out a way to systemize the business to an extent. Maybe that's like a defense mechanism within my own mind. Yeah. To say, I, like I don't want have, that. Yeah. I feel like you just have a different mentality on the the situation because like he, yeah. he stepped away from his deck business to start another business. So it's not like he's not 
It's not like he's just stepping back and then just being like, all right, I'm just collecting checks while, you know, he's still doing other things. And I think for you, you enjoy working so much that you, that's true. Yeah. Like you purposely don't tell people things. So then you're, you're, (laughs) (laughs) that's not true. That is not true. That is not true. But you love being on site and you love being involved in every decision and you're very hands on. (laughs) So I think that that's just a different mentality. Right. Just a very different mentality. Different mentality, yeah. Because, yeah. um, like, what would you do if you, you know, just make concrete if you, if form like, in my backyard? Imagine I don't if know. you had nothing to do, and then you were just like, "All right, I'm just going to stay home today because I don't really need they don't really need me on site. I'll just stay home." Like, what would you do? <sighs> well, I mean, I, I would like hang out with Max because he'd be there. Okay, let's 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 make this grander from one day to a week. Imagine you're at home for one week. And you, you're not allowed to come to work. Who said so? <laughs> I don't know. You're going to come to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I like so many things. It's just, I get to, it's like my playground being at work. I get to yeah. like build stuff and like, <laughs> especially I get to like, just do the tasks that I want to commandeer like <laughs> right. this fire pit. Like I was really excited about it. So, yeah. and the mosaic that we did around the patio, uh, those were things that I was like really excited about and I loved every minute of it. So I don't know what I would do, but you're absolutely right that it's not like he's just going on vacation all the time. He also started another business and is doing all this, you know, other stuff to keep them busy. So, yeah. Um, he started a business about helping people build their business. Like he's yeah. like, he is, you know, he makes his deck company does wonderful work, but he's also very invested in like the business side of it. He's yeah. like a, he is a businessman and a business. Damn. Let That's him do his not business. How it goes. <laughs> no, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business comma man. Let me handle my business. Damn. Jay-Z. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. So he's both of those things, I guess. I think that's a great answer. Um, yeah. And if you follow him online, uh, you will see that he's always somewhere. He's always somewhere. Yeah. He's in the airport like three times a week. So uh, he has figured out a way to systemize the business where everything just works. Everyone mm-hmm. has a part that they play in the business. And there's no... It takes a lot of the guesswork out of, or it takes the variables, I would say, out of different jobs. You know what I mean? Yes. Like each person, it's like an assembly line almost. Yeah. It's like an assembly line. Like this person does the sales and then it goes to this person. And that person makes sure this is done and then it goes to that. And then this, that, that, and then boom, job's done. Cash and checks. <laughs> Bang, boom, it's done. That sounds easy. We should do it. <laughs> that would be nice. But, very, uh, but where would the chaos be? Yeah. We um, do strive on chaos. <laughs> At least one of us does. And it's me. <laughs> if you didn't pick that up, it is me. That strives on Okay. Um, what else we got? We have one more. You know what I'm going to well, ask? Well, two more, including you. You know what I'm going to ask? No, Sean. What are you going to ask? You don't know? I do know, yeah. What do you're going to ask me how long we've been talking. That's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah, how long have we been going? And what am I going to say? You're going to say, we can't talk about that on the air. It makes for bad radio. And then what else? And then I'm going to say, you're going to say, guess. Exactly. And then I'm going to guess. I'm going to say, I feel like we've been going a good amount. I'm going to say 36. 43. Whoa. Oh, my God. I'm getting lost in my own mind of words. So um, exciting. Okay. You got anything else? On the time? Uh, about how exciting it's been for the last 43 minutes. <laughs> no, I think that's... <laughs> that's, that's, that's yeah. Okay. I think the excitement speaks for itself. Yeah. And hopefully everyone else feels 43 minutes worth of excitement. So, okay. What do we okay, got? Anyway. Yep. Uh, so, the last one we have is Ken from Liberty. Liberty Outdoor. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. Liberty. The actual, the actual handle is Liberty Outdoor Landscapes. And that is the business name. Liberty, 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 Liberty. What is that? Like an insurance company? Um, you know what I'm talking about? It's like I on do, a commercial. Yeah. It's a nice jingle. I think it is. Maybe buy life insurance through them? Maybe life Liberty, insurance? Liberty, Liberty. I'm not sure, Liberty. but I used to also work for a company called Liberty. 
Liberty Property Trust. Yes. Yes. Um, you brought that fidget spinner in. <laughs> I did. I yeah, did bring a fidget spinner awesome. in from there, yeah. Yeah. That's the kind of corporate swag you're missing out on, you know? <sighs> fidget spinners. <laughs> I would have gone absolutely nuts for a fidget spinner when I was, like, in school. Yeah. Like, school age. But we didn't have fidget spinners back then. It's true. Now that I'm thinking They about have all sorts of toys now for, like... Fidget spinners had such a fast rise and fast fall. They did, yeah. Like, I feel like all <laughs> anyone in the world was talking about for like a couple months was fidget spinners. Yeah. These kids with the fidget spinners. They can't and they're getting like banned from schools or whatever because yeah. they're so distracting, which they do make a very distracting noise. No, it's so soothing. Smooth mm. ball bearings. Different, different brain. <laughs> different brain waves there, I think. So you don't find it soothing? I don't find it soothing at all, no. Oh, it's so I find nice. it incredibly distracting. But yeah. the, I like I do like spinning them. Like that's that's nice. Yeah. But the sound it makes is like when someone else is doing it, it's quite distracting. The whole point of it is to be distracting. So you don't have to listen to the boring <laughs> stuff that's going on around you. Oh, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I mean oh, I, think, I missed it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um Okay, so Ken says. Yes. All right. So I have two things. First has to be the people you meet, whether it's clients or the other business owners that you get to meet when when owning the company. Gosh, I keep clicking that wrong thing. When owning the company from the start, you will get to meet so many people that help form your company over the years. Meeting other business owners is also amazing. Having time to sit down with them and bounce ideas and talk to others about how they were able to grow so that you can also grow. It's a great community. Second is more a personal thing to me, but I love business in general. I knew from a young age that I wanted to own a business and getting to fulfill that is just the best feeling. Getting to wake up every day and have the opportunity to grow a company, even amongst the challenges that come along with it, the joy and benefits far outweigh the challenges. Love that. I figured that was like such a good ender because that's such a good positive outlook, you know? It's like a little bit of... Two different things. Yeah. It's like uh, we got a, a nice one-two combo yeah. to send us out here. So shout out to Ken. Yeah. Where did we meet him at? At HNA? Um, was the first time? Yeah. yeah. And he's, You he, uh, sat next to him at a bar, right? Was that it? Something like that. Yeah. This I feel like all, it was uh, when we were, we were at HNA yeah. in Louisville. They had that Trace Adkins concert. Maybe. And it was really loud. So then we went into the bar... Because it was quieter. Is this Maybe. right? Maybe. I don't know. But yeah. I might be mixing yeah, up a couple yeah. stories, but I feel that's like that's we true. Met we that's met him at H&A and then we saw him at a couple shows because yep. he's very local to us. Yeah. And it turns out, yeah, he lives like eh, maybe an hour away. So we yeah. saw him at a couple other places, which was cool. Yeah. So shout out to Ken yes. and love that answer. So first, what was the first thing? I'm getting them mixed up. Um, the people that you meet the and the people. connections that you make. The and I people. think that that is such a beautiful message because... Uh, it's community over competition. And I think that that's so, that's such a healthy way to look at it because the only competition is yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. So seeking out advice from like your peers is, is great. Helpful. And you can learn so much by being challenged. Yeah. Through quote unquote competition, healthy competition or whatever. And being a business owner, especially in the trades, you do get to meet so many people. Like you're always out, you know, meeting with vendors or clients or other business owners or, Mm. you know, it goes on and on where there are some jobs out there where like you're in like this bubble and like you go to work and you have like the people that are at your work. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot of time where you're outside of that meeting new people. And again, that's something that I never really like sat back and thought about because it's just a part of what we do. Like we're always meeting new people. We're working for new clients. We are at uh, trade shows and we're talking to other business owners and how he said community aspect of it, I think is really cool because it's something there's a lot of other business owners out there and it's something that you can instantly bond on. Like anybody, especially in the trades, like you can sit down and talk shop with somebody and it's just like an instant connection. You can instantly share stories and like support one another. And a lot of like really good friendships can grow out of that. Yeah. Out of something as simple as, Oh, wow. I'm in that same position as you. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. Love it. Love a community. 
I love a community. My God. What would we be without community? Just animals. I was gonna say, yeah, I was going to say monkeys, but I think the monkeys also have communities. They do. We would be, I was going to say ants, but ants, ants definitely big do. on community. <sighs> wolves? Lone wolf? I no. Think wolves also have communities. Well, yeah, they do. Why wow. do they say lone wolf? Wow. Hey, it turns out. We're just animals as well. Oh, my God. Here we thought we were so much different then, but we are part of. The animal kingdom. The animal kingdom. Um, okay, what? and the other yeah, one. What? The, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where <laughs> that, that went off the rails, like in kind of a weird, quick way. I don't know what we're even talking about anymore. The other thing was that he just likes business, which I think that, that that's something that like Chris would relate to. Like he enjoys the business part of the business. Like Yes, yeah, um, I think I also really, I love parts of that. Yeah. So I love the strategic thinking behind where the business is going to go and those big picture things like this is the direction, this is the unconventional way that we are going to grow our revenue and grow this business. I love thinking about stuff like that. Like it's almost like a game. It's like a riddle to solve Mm. Uh, the day to day building systems around the mundane tasks. Don't like that. Yeah. At all. Hate that. Hate that part of it. Right. I need new fast excitement at every turn. Yeah. So, uh, so I think there are two different, there are two different, uh, parts of that business mindset and, uh, hopefully you really enjoy at least one of them. Yeah. Cause if you don't like either of them, you're going to have trouble. And, uh, if you can be lucky enough to enjoy and be good at both of those things, you are definitely set up for a lot of success. Definitely. Imagine how great this business would be if I was like also really good at systems. Yeah. <sighs> too Again, much. Where's the chaos? <sighs> too much. <laughs> it will be too much. it will be too much. The yeah. world would not be ready. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah, such yeah. a system. Okay. You got anything else on that? Or are you ready to talk about what your favorite thing is about being oh, a business owner? You know, uh, oof. I will say shout out to Ken once again. Yes. Shout, shout out. To out. Ken. You know what? And let's let's give everybody a round of applause. Thank you for participating. Everyone thank you we so messaged much. them and they got back to us so quickly with such great answers. So thank you so much to Scott and Scott and Gord and Craig and Chris and Ken. And we have one more round of applause in order. For what? Catherine, this was your idea to do this episode. Oh, uh, you thought it'd be you. cool to do an entrepreneurship hype episode yes. and I think it was a great success. Thank you. I think uh, this was fun. I feel uplifted. Yeah. I feel empowered. Uh, Hopefully everyone else does as well. Yes. And uh, all of these good things make the hard things worth it. Yes. So next week we'll be back to talking about the hard things and the things that (laughs) we're not good at and we got to figure out. But for now, we're just talking about the positive. Uh, Okay. My turn. Yes. Your turn. Go ahead. Best thing about owning a business. Uh, I feel I had, I had kind of thought of some ideas, Yeah, but then we kind of talked about all those ideas. So I'm trying to on the spot, come up with something completely new, okay, completely novel. uh, But I don't think I will be able to. So I'm going to go with, I love that I am in control of my own destiny. Yeah. I love that ownership that I can have over it. And one of the things I always say is like, I'm like, I'm petrified. I would be petrified to win the lottery and win like millions of dollars. And because drugs, I, I just think (laughs) that I would instantly, not instantly, but like really quickly, what else is there? You know, it's like you're chasing that excitement. It's like yeah. you have millions of dollars. It's like eventually drugs. Right. It's the only other option. You know what I mean? I really do think I would fall into a really dark place yeah. if I didn't have like a day to day thing to keep me going. Right. And yeah, it would be great to have millions of dollars, but I want to feel like I earned it, you know? Yeah. So you worked hard for it. 
That is the thing that I love about uh, being an entrepreneur is that you are in control of your own destiny. The decisions that you make impact where you are going to go. Yeah. And there's obviously a lot of luck and coincidence and happenstance around that, but ultimately you are driving the ship and you can be on the lookout for those opportunities because not everything is ever going to be in your control. So you have to uh, kind of roll with the punches and also be on the lookout for things that are presented to you. And I just like, I like that control. Probably have like a little yeah thing around control. Control. Probably, yeah. 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 Something real sinister down there. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Anyway, yeah, I always... uh, And the other thing that I like about it is being able to be authentically myself and not have to try to be something that I'm not. I was going to say, can I answer this for you? And that's what I was going to say. Really? Yeah. Because I feel like you're a person who can't be tamed and a lot of like other jobs really like try to squish all that out of you. Like, yeah. you know, they want you real tamed and <laughs> <laughs> I'm an unbroken stallion. <laughs> so not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I am. Yeah. I like being, I was going to say unapologetically myself, but yeah. sometimes I will apologize to <laughs> <laughs> when I feel like I've done something wrong. But uh, no, I, I do feel Like I never fit into the normal institutions of school and a normal job and college. Like I just never like fit in that mold. It didn't feel like I was ever successful in it because I just, I don't know. It's just like, I'm just not suited for that type of environment. Yeah. Um, So it made me think that I wasn't good at a lot of things, but I think all the things that I'm not good at, there's an equal amount of things that I am really good at that are just like different that don't fit into things like school or a normal nine to five job. So I get to amplify the things that I am good at yeah, and I can try my darndest to compensate for the things that <laughs> I am terrible at because some of those things do still come into play. But um, I love that I can create I mean, we always joke about that. I just, I've created my own reality that I live in. (laughs) Uh, But it's true to an extent. I'm able to build the business around the things that I'm good at and the things that I enjoy. And I don't have to change who I am to succeed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Can I give you one more answer? Yeah. As a non-business owner, but watching you on this journey, I feel like um, you have you have this opportunity to grow a traditional business untraditionally. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you decided to start a construction business and then you went against all of the things that other people would say, like, oh, you got to have 10 crews and like the the standard way of growing a construction business, you you were like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to do other things. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm going to do YouTube. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to look for other ways to grow this business. And you had full control of doing that. Whereas a lot of people would have told you, to not do those things, you did them and watched them succeed. So I think that that's pretty cool too. Yeah. And that's interesting. As you were saying that, I'm thinking of the unconventional things I did when I started the business. And my dad obviously was in construction as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if that trait of me that wants to just go against what other people say is why I did all this unconventional stuff because he was trying to give me advice and I was like, no, I'm not doing that, dad. I'm doing it my own way. So that could possibly have played into it. Okay. Potentially. Who knows? But, um, <laughs> I'll let you work that out with your dad. That's, on your yeah. own. <laughs> um, but no, I think that's, that is a, a great point. I think, uh, I think as I'm talking through this, the most important thing to me or the thing that I love the most is that I can just be myself. Yeah. I can be myself and uh, for better or worse, (laughs) I'm here and I'm me. So, uh, yeah. Wow. It's felt therapeutic. Good. It's felt cathartic. Yeah. Think about this stuff. Wow. 
you know, where does the time go? I was just a young little puppy dog out there on the streets scrapping along. And now here I am many years later. (laughs) I was just kidding. I was just doing like a... I got it. Trailing off monologue. Uh, yeah. Squirrely okay. enough for you? I think so. I think so, yeah. <laughs> okay. Not well, uh, where are we at time-wise? I think that's it. I think we're hang at Hang on. Our... Hang on. Hang on. If you can just hang on for two more seconds, we are exactly at one hour. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's so exciting. If you would have just let me go into the outro, we would have ended it right yeah. on the hour in the end. Is that what you were going to do? I thought you were... No, I was just... All right. Well, hit the outro. Oh, Okay. All right. Well, thank you everyone for being a part of this journey of ours. Yeah. And take uh, a risk. Start a business if you want. Take or a don't. risk. Start. Yeah. You're in control. Of your, you're the boss of your own life. You're the entrepreneur of your own personal brand. True. Whether. All right. We talked enough. <laughs> Until next time, this has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week.